favorite. Frostated Scott Summers. Stop. No, no, stop. No, but Emma, because because Scott Summers can look like he owns a yacht. Rogue can't. Well, this is interesting because this has absolutely nothing to do with Nightcrawler whatsoever, but it has to do with his mama and his brother-in-law. So we'll make yes, it work. We need to because there was so much that happened here, guys. And um, I know Kurt is going to hear about this at some point. He's going to hear about it. Oh, oh, this um, this episode is all like, I don't know about those of you who are here, but like this episode is about shade. <laughs> <laughs> it was very light. That, but. It's all about the shade in this episode because, uh, well, first of all, before we get into the shade, let's talk about who we are. Well, welcome everybody to the best, the only, the brightest, the perfect, most simply amazing Nightcrawler podcast out there. I am Lisa, aka the OG Nocturne, and I've got to my left, to my right, to my up, to my down, to my everywhere, the celestial being. That sounded so good. That should be a song. Like, what? You're, you're just a genius. That was so groovy. Aww. Hi, guys. I am your friendly neighborhood by Lauren. And I remember, so I got a review copy of this issue, and I read it before it came out. And I immediately went to Lisa and said, Lisa, girl, you're going to love this. It's the reality drama we've been wanting with the Dark Home Wagner family. It has started. It's here. Let's go. Yes, so we are talking about X-Men number nine, the issue right now. We're going to call this, um, we're going to call this uh, meeting the mother, let's call this just no M-I-L. I don't know. Like, you know, our backslash just no M-I-L, it's Remy meeting his mother-in-law and it goes just not that great for him or, or her, honestly. No, neither of them like each other very much, but I love them both. We will be talking spoilers for X-Men 9 here, of course, so be aware of that. Um, But we don't really want to focus too much on the politics of the issue, even though they are important and stuff. We wanted to freak out about how uh, Rogue and Gambit go to Destiny to try to, you know, get some information out of her. They're like, hey, we need you to help. Come on. And she gives them a hard time, mainly because Gambit's there and she's finally meeting Gambit, who is Rogue's husband, who Rogue is Destiny's adopted daughter, in case you don't know. Um, And let me just say, Destiny is not vibing with Gambit at all. She is not vibing with her daughter's husband. Oh, no, no, no. She, um, I think the first thing she says to him is, if I wish uh, for your input, you'll be aware, which she's giving me, okay, so she's giving me shades of um, of Maggie Smith in Downton Abbey and uh, Sophia Petrillo. So it's like the Dowager Countess meets Sophia from Golden Girls. Like, we're going both ways and I'm living for every minute of it. She is just like, she she's very much like i'm i'm alive again and uh you didn't need my approval before but now you do so come get it because i ain't gonna give it yeah i just thought it was so funny um the second 
um, you see Destiny interact with, I mean, anybody, even the other beings there that are, like, getting her food or serving her, which is honestly a vibe. Um, I didn't realize she'd be the snarky from the start. And honestly, she really gives the... I can't think of a character because or a person because I don't know reality TV well, but she's like the reality TV drama mama, but she hold, she can hold her shit together, but she's also going to be as dramatic as she chooses to be. Oh, yeah. No, she's like the grand dame. She she like she she she's like, I have come back from the dead and y'all bitches have been waiting for me. Like everything has been in a holding pattern, basically, for me to come back. And and now that I'm back, I'm here to like clean up all the bullshit around me, and that includes the fact that my daughter has married uh, this, this disgusting this thing X-Men. over here. <laughs> so um, yeah, it's so funny because eventually, you know, Gambit and Rogue are like beating up some of these guys around them, and they're like, "Woohoo, we're gonna kick ass!" And Destiny's just got like her head in her hands, and she's like, "Tisk, this is always the way with the X Men. No nuance." no subtlety like she's like i raised my daughter better than this like why is she just punching things well first of all because she can so why not i mean the girl's invulnerable so you know what what else is she gonna do second of all you cannot tell me that jerry dogan does not or did not watch the golden girls or does not watch the golden girls or doesn't like the golden girls because like um you know remy when i learned rogue married a bumpkin thief from the bayou i asked him to kill me again that is that was written to be said by Estelle Getty. Yeah. I mean, like, a- absolutely. That is such a great line. And it's so funny and it's so perfect. And she just hates him so much. And I love it because I love Gambit, but I love when people hate Gambit. <laughs> I love when people hate him. It's so funny. And, and I, I gotta stay on top of that. Like, I absolutely adore how, you know, Destiny's just doing her like queen bitch vibing. Um, and Rogue, like, this is, this is either the first time or the first time in a long time, I'm not sure which, that Rogue has called Destiny Ma on panel. She calls mm-hmm. her Ma. She goes, you know, Ma and I haven't had much time to ourselves these days. And it's just so nice to see all of these family dynamics actually, one, mattering now, two, coming to light, and three, being written so naturally um, as, like, you know, we sit around, you know, fangirling over. Um it's it's just it's just so cool but yeah that line you said where she goes you know remy when lord rogue married a bumpkin from the bayou i asked him to kill me again i was like son of a i mean that is cold like that's cold and she follows it up she (laughs) follows it up when he asks her for clarification like why don't you like me she just says you are my disappointment made flesh and it's like oh god that is that's brutal girl that is brutal it's it's so it's so funny and you know what i gotta say this issue also helps me see clearer why destiny is also a villain because again like we didn't have her for so many years because she's been dead and then you know it was all we knew her was like mystique you know simps over her like that's her wife she loves her more than anything so you know for me at least i was like oh like you know she's you know, she she wants things for the better good and stuff, blah blah blah. But then here, 
She's just like, are you kidding me? Like, my powerful independent daughter has been reduced to this in my absence? Like, fuck you, dude. And she's just so sassy and snarky. It, it makes more sense, like, why her and, De- and her and Mystique go together. Because it's not just that Mystique simps over her out of nowhere. Like, they do actually have kind of similar personalities at times. So it's really cool to see that. Yeah, I, I agree 100%. And... Yeah, Destiny is a villain because Destiny is not a good person. Like, you know, she has the power to really, you know, this is the the interesting thing about Destiny is that she can see infinite kind of possibilities of how things can happen and where things can go. She can't necessarily change the future unless she can manipulate people into changing it for her right like she's her only power is to see the future her power is not to actually change it unless through her seeing the future she can manipulate the way things happen like playing chess you know what i mean um which yeah which makes for a character who either can be a great hero or a great villain because you know what will they decide to do will they decide to remake the world or or make the future into something that is good for all or just good for them and destiny is someone who is very clearly um like she's very much really she's really just in it for like her and the one she loves like she doesn't care about anything else like she doesn't like 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 as long as her and the one she loves make out okay and they're doing great that's fine like the rest of the world can literally burn as long as it means that like her and the one she loves are gonna be okay yeah i mean i gotta say though it's interesting because so yeah she's a villain and she's not the best person she's not a good person either necessarily but she's also not the worst person because in this whole time her and Gambit are just bickering as if, as like in-laws do, you know, people joke all the time. Oh yeah, I fucking hate my in-law and she hates me or he hates me. Like that's a common thing is that you don't get along with in-laws. And that's basically what's happening here is it's not a villainous thing. It's not her. She could try to kill Gambit or plot to have him dead. Maybe she will. We don't know, but I don't think so based on what happens here because she loves her daughter. And even if she doesn't approve of it right now or ever, she respects the fact that that's what her powerful, independent, her words, her powerful, independent daughter shows because for whatever reason, even if she doesn't like it, she knows there's a reason for it because of her powers and also just because of her own intuition, I'm sure. So, you know, she's she's really just kind of like a, it, it's fun here because she's not a villain here and she's also not even Mystique's wife here. She actually gets to be just her own parent. She gets to be a, a parent to her child, Rogue. And it's so nice because we've never seen that. Like, to my knowledge, it's always been her connection to Mystique or something, you know? So now she's just, she's just vibing. Like, she's just like, I can actually just sit here and bitch about Gambit. But also, I'm not going to kill him. She could, she could ask those people that were there with her to help kill him more. You know, try to kill him more. But she doesn't do that. Even though she does have a good moment that I'm not sure which way to take it, but... There's that moment where she goes on your right or on your left. And she goes, oh, I'm at my right. Sorry. The future's so ever changing. And it's like, is she being sarcastic or is she actually serious about her power? I there? think that she like purposefully let him get attacked. But I think she knew that he wasn't going to die from it either. Like, I think that she 
Like, I think she yeah. was setting him up. However, that also, okay, so, like, I feel like, I feel like maybe I'm reading too far into, like, something that's supposed to be much lighter. But I, one thing, too, mm-hmm. is, so, the other thing with Destiny that I feel like is kind of crazy is the responsibility of someone who, with every move you make and everything you say, can it potentially ripple to change the entirety of the future. Right. So like, and Mm. again, this is like a silly little in-laws thing that's happening. And I'm sure that I, again, I'm probably reading way further into anything that's happening. That's supposed to be happening. But like, I wonder about that kind of having to live with that kind of pressure of knowing that, you know, you are as, uh, important to all of that, those changes as everybody else in the world. And, you know, just you sitting here having an argument with your son-in-law, um, you know, you saying one thing versus another can lead to this door opening rather than this door opening that could lead towards this future rather than this future. I, I mean, I don't know. It's just, it's giving me a headache just thinking about it. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I mean, I think that's the thing, though, is that it's it's also nice here because, yes, Destiny is can see all these different futures and she's always thinking about the future, which is also why I like that comment. I wasn't sure I'll take it. Cause she's like, man, the future's ever changing. And we saw that in Inferno. Mm-hmm. So like, that's actually a thing that she is having to deal with as nothing is completely certain until a certain point. And so I think it's nice to just see her being, you know, I know she's a mutant, but essentially human or just being a being, you know, like being able to just say, you know what, fuck it. I'm not going to think about the future every second right now. I just fucking hate this guy. Like, my kid deserves better. Who is this fucking guy? Like, I would love to see who Destiny would rather Rogue be with. Like, do you want her by, like, do you want her to not have romantic relations? Or do you have someone else in mind, Destiny, that you think would be better? I'm very curious. I mean, I don't know that Destiny wants Rogue to be with anybody. Like, consider this. Destiny's been gone how long at this point? Rogue was a totally different person the last time Destiny was around. So uh-huh. there's been so much that has happened in between her then and her now. There's been a lot of, of change that's happened between Rogue and and uh, and Gambit and everybody else. So um, I don't know what Destiny wants. I think Des—I think Destiny would love to like have her little own little nuclear family and just fuck everybody else. Like, get the fuck out of here, Gambit. I don't want you. I just want my uh, my wife and my daughter and maybe I- son if they'll let them have them. And and everybody else get the fuck out of here. Yeah. So. I I mean yeah, it's interesting. It feels like it go either way because either yeah she'd want that or she's like oh I have somebody else in mind that is more suitable to be the role of a husband or wife even um but you may not be in love with them but don't worry about it and it would be interesting to see that conversation and rogue just be like um i'm sorry uh ma but you're in love with mystique right well yeah of course then why the fuck would you not want me to have that like if i want it like why why would you want that option to not exist for me that doesn't make sense um it would be I I just ugh, there's just there's just so much more that could happen after this like this one this one scene between these three people has opened up so much. So here's the other thing, and this is what I glean kind of from this last two panels with the with Destiny where she does a little hate you and like the 
little choking thing. <laughs> um, I think that she just personally does not like him. And I think that's fair. Because... Yeah. Like, think of who Destiny is. Destiny is a Victorian woman. Like, that's really where she comes from. She comes from the Victorian era. Yeah. She's a Victorian woman. And she's, from what we get, from what we get, and I think we're going to get more information about this when we get to Immortal X-Men, but like, from what we get, she seems to be more of a high-born Victorian woman than a low-born Victorian woman. And I don't want to get into whatever yeah. and whatever and any of that. But like, I've been watching The Golden Age and I watched Downton Abbey, so I feel like I am an expert on this. Um, so, <laughs> so what I'm saying is I can see her looking at Remy, who is, I mean, the epitome of working class, um, you know, he, and he's yeah. like, just as a person and he's also just a low class person. He's not very high class. He's not very well bred or well born. He was an orphan on the streets. He's a thief. He's, you know, he doesn't have. Yeah. She, she yeah, says that he doesn't. She says that he's a thief. He's a gambler. Yeah, he doesn't like, bring a lot to the table. And that makes sense. when it I comes down right. to it, you know, you know, you, like you can, you can take the Victorian out of the Victorian era, but you can't take the Victoria era out of the Victorian. And, and, you know, what does every mother want for their daughters? They want her to find a good man who's going to take good care of her and support her and be good to him and blah, 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 all this bullshit. And yeah, it's, very dated and whatever and granted she's a lesbian in a lesbian relationship with a woman but i still don't think that i was just she, say, i still don't think that when she looks at the the man that her daughter has chosen that those old thoughts are not going through her head like like why didn't you choose x y and z instead like why would you choose this bumpkin why would you choose this man who has literally nothing for you yeah when you could have had anyone else you know i mean yeah, that's that's literally what she's saying, you know, is, you know, my daughter, Rogue, is a strong, you know, is a powerful, independent daughter of mine, and she's stuck with you. Like, I don't necessarily know if Destiny would be stuck on gender because she is. No, I don't think it's a gender thing. And God knows what gender's Mystique is. Yeah, like, she wouldn't care if he, if Rogue's with a man or not. But definitely, you're right. Like, she'd be like, uh-uh, you need somebody. Like, she... I feel like she's kind of like Emma Frost vibes here. I feel like her and Emma Frost could be friends if things were different yeah. because she's very much like, you are too powerful for him. You are too good for him. You need somebody that can at least, you know, be more supportive of how powerful you are and, and, and can cl more closely match you. They'll never be as powerful as you, but you want somebody that's more Someone, there, someone on her know? level, so someone, in, someone in her cast, someone on her level, like that kind of thing, right? Like just not this, yeah. you know, like not this Pap's blue ribbon chugging like swamp rat who you know plays blackjack like yeah. behind the saloon kind of guy like but the other side of it and I think that what is her big problem is that she can see the future and I think that she sees that Gambit's actually good for her I think that she sees he's that he's actually around. good for her yeah. I, I, and I think that he sees I think she sees that he's good for her and I think that she sees that they're a good fit and that they work well together and that she has no real reason to be against it other than her preconceived notions or her 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 prejudices or whatever yeah. else and that's why she has this moment where it's like I hate you I want to kill you but I can't obviously because 
I'm I'm not going to, you know, destroy my And there's really and there's really no reason for her to. And she knows that. Yeah. Like, but she's allowed to be petty. And that's why I like is that we just get to see these big X-Men characters that, you know, have all these powers. They have their own island, a living island, Krakoa, and all this crazy shit happening, and they just can be petty like the rest of us, you know, humans. And it and huh, huh, I was thinking while you're talking about like, oh yeah, she needs you know, Destiny would want Rogue to have somebody that's more in her cast and higher up, right? And I was like, you know, it'd be really funny, especially considering how uh, the relationship that, like, Destiny and Mystique had with this person in Inferno. What if she thought Emma Frost would be better for her? <laughs> First of all, Emma would never be Emma, Emma. It'd be so funny! Emma. Emma thinks she's too good for Emma would not date Rogue. Emma would see that Emma, Emma would see dating Rogue Emma Frost dated Scott Summers. Emma Frost, stop! But, no, no, stop! No, but Emma, because because Scott Summers can look like he owns a yacht. Rogue can't. That's why. That's why. Emma but she can lift Emma, a Emma yacht. Dated Scott Summers. <laughs> yeah, but Emma doesn't want to lift a yacht. Emma wants to live on a yacht. She doesn't want to lift a yacht. Like she, she wants somebody to lift the yacht she lives on for her, though. She wants to be served. I'm not. <laughs> All right. Well, listen, everybody. Everybody who's listening. You're gonna let us know. Would Emma Emma Frost date Rogue? Okay, I do I not believe it in a hundred thousand years that she would ever touch Rogue. Well, she. I don't think she would ever touch Rogue. And a big reason that she would never touch Rogue is because Rogue has fucked Gambit, and she would never touch Gambit. You know, and I agree with you. I don't think they would date, but I think Destiny might suggest to Rogue, like if they ever got into it, and Rogue's like, "Okay, what the fuck, Ma? Like if he's not good enough for me, who is?" And she goes, "Oh." Duh. And Rogue's just like, are you kidding? Like, no! <laughs> like, even I don't even think Rogue would be down Have you ever? All. Like, there's just no way, there, unless there, there was like a, a drunken very... night at this year's Hellfire Gala. Then that could happen. That would be hilarious. There is there is a very specific Ryan Gosling gif where he does like this, like, like look like <laughs> the shock like look. This, that I'm making the face right now. And that is the face I see Rogue and uh-huh. Emma both doing when Destiny approaches him with this idea. Just like like this like complete shock and like awe and like get me out of this room with this crazy woman. Absolutely not. This is disgusting. I want nothing to <laughs> who, do with any who, of this. Who else would like, you uh yeah. Who yeah. else do you think that Destiny might approve of though? If she were to approve of somebody. Because I know you said she may I not. But I, like, I don't is there don't, somebody you're like, you know what, this could I don't know that she I, the thing is, is like I don't really know what. I, this is the thing. I don't know that she would approve or care about anybody dating her daughter. Like I think, I think that she is in a place. Like I said, like she's just come back to life, and her daughter is so different than what she was like when she was dead. It's it's like I mean, it's it's a weird thing to to compare it to because there's really no comparison in the real world. The only thing I can compare it to is like you know, imagine like a parent going away for, you know, 10 years and coming back to their child. And it's like, well, your kid is not that 10 year old anymore. Your kid's 20. Mm -hmm. So, you know, your kid's not into Barbies anymore. Your kid's not, you know, uh, you know, your kid doesn't love Justin Bieber anymore. Your kid's not doing all that stuff. So like all that stuff you're trying to relate to with them back when you knew them before, it's not the same. So now you need to get with them on their level now, not on the level you knew them before. So that's kind of how I feel like Destiny is here, where she's like, she sees Rogue as that kid, not the adult woman that she is, who's now married. I disagree, though, because I don't, even though what you're saying could happen, and they could have written it that way, I don't see it being written that way. Because again, she says, my daughter is powerful, independent, 
meaning she is a woman. She is grown. I understand that. What the hell mm-hmm. are you? Like, it's almost like she understands her daughter is grown up and she thinks Gambit is not. She's like, you're still a thief being a, you know, 18 year old guy just running around doing the fuck you want. But my daughter is with you for some reason. I don't understand. And it's very funny because, yeah, she takes down Gambit here instead of actually yelling at rogue so that to me also says that she understands that she respects that her daughter made a choice but she's going to hate it and she's going to choose somebody to complain to which is now gambit she's going to be like fuck you dude (laughs) oh yeah gambit is going to be on like just no mil and he's going to be like uh my mother-in-law can see the future and she hates me but she doesn't want me to leave my wife what do i do (laughs) well and it's funny because gambit I don't know, man, but this is way well, above it's funny Reddit. We're talking all about, you know, Gambit and Destiny and Rogue here, and Gambit's getting his own series soon. Claremont is writing it, which could be very hit or miss. I love Claremont, but his newer stuff has been kind of here or there. Um, so I'm interested to see if they will deal with any yeah. more of these dynamics there, or if it's just gonna be him on some crazy adventure or something. Yeah, that is gonna be interesting because I feel like I haven't seen Claremont with like uh any really like big huge gambit stories recently so i'm like very interested to see what his plan is for that um i mean i don't know if you read the gambit series from the late 90s uh, early 2000s that uh, fabian nicieza put out and that oh my god it's so good it's so good uh i love that so much um i'm i love gambit he's one of my faves um i've i've, I've said a thousand times that like tom taylor's x yes. red was the best best lineup of x-men ever 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 it was like like a team a team a team a team so good and it had honey Honey badger Badger. and some of you may be like who's that um she goes by scout now but that's not a good name we're going with honey badger thank you it's gabby gabby kenny yeah they keep they keep they keep changing names from names that i liked better like i i think we've talked about this before i preferred asgardian to wiccan even though i know why they changed it i get it I still think it was stupid. I liked Asgardian better. I'll disagree there. I think Wiccan works better, but that's just me. <laughs> and that's that's just proof know, you can't win with I, names. You can't win because for every person that says, yeah, that's a great change, you have 10 other people going, that's garbage. Like, you just can't win. That's true. That's true. That's Well, you know what? You got to pick a name and stick with it. Like Nightcrawler. He, he, he's, Nightcrawler has been Nightcrawler since before he, he was even freaking Nightcrawler. He was Nightcrawler, but he was... He was Nightcrawler when they were when he was at yeah, DC. Yeah, he was Nightcrawler of the Outsiders. Title, so mm-hmm. yeah, he was Nightcrawler when he was Balthazar the Demon. See, so guys, there you go. We, we brought been Nightcrawler since way. Yep, back we brought in the back day. to Nightcrawler. Look at that. And you know what? I think, I I Every think time. Kurt. It would be really fun to just see Kurt just sit there eating with popcorn, watching this whole thing. Because he know. Because if he knew it was harmless and no problems actually had, he'd just be like, "Ah, oh, the family. It's so great." And then Destiny's like, "Hey." Get over here, Kurt. We got to talk now. And he's like, oh, fuck. Can I just say, though, like, as difficult as um, as difficult as Gambit is going to have it marrying into this family, uh, just God help anyone Kurt marries because it's so much harder for the women with the mother-in-laws. Oh, my God. It's so much harder. It's just it's just God help. Unless it's Wanda. Oh, my God. Because she'll. Oh, God. No. I, yeah. But still. Okay, Destiny, you got problems. God Destiny? help okay. her, though. God help her. And also God help Des- Destiny and Mystique because they will all butt heads. And you've got all of Scarlet Witch's power. And you've got Destiny seeing the future. You've got Mystique's temper tantrums. Like chaos. Absolute chaos if that were to happen. 
and Magneto will show up too. Magneto will be like, who's who's fucking with my girl? Even though she's like kind of my girl, but not really my girl, but she's my girl. Who's fucking with her? Yeah, it just it it'd just be a whole mess. So maybe we'll see stuff like this in Immortal X-Men because um if you guys have enjoyed us talking about the reality drama of X-Men number nine, um then you should definitely get Immortal X-Men because it has been uh pitched as basically the reality drama with the Quiet Council, which does include Destiny and Mystique and Mr. Kurtz Wagner, our nightcrawler. I can't wait. I can't wait for Immortal X-Men. I can't wait for Legion of X. I can't wait. I'm so excited. It's going to be so good. But until then, girl, where can they find yes. you? Um, while you are waiting for Destiny of X to start, um, you can find me um, on Twitter at FriendlyMBHDBI. Um, and if you haven't heard, I start doing a live show on Sundays um, called Your Friendly Neighborhood Morning Show. We talk comics. We talk movies, TV. Um, I mostly stick with the comics, but I bring a guest on every single episode. That's the cool thing. It's not just a little old me. I bring guests on. And eventually we might have some wink, wink, simply amazing guests. Um, so if you haven't checked it out, you guys should totally, Ooh. totally check it out. The Twitter for that is at friendly MBD show. And you can find all the links to YouTube and stuff there. Awesome. Yes. And then you can find us at simplyamazingpod.com. All of our links are there. We've got transcripts Woo! going up of the episode. Reading. They are interesting. Yeah. We're, but we are uh, getting that SEO going. Yes. Visual aids. More easily. Visual aids. Um, and yeah. So yeah. Find us there. If you like us, review us, rate us, say how much you love us. If you hate us, say that too, because it helps you find us anyway. <laughs> You know, if you hate us a lot, talk about how much you hate us because <laughs> nothing, nothing drives, nothing drives Google more than hate. Wait, is Google a Sith? Yes. This, this is news. All right. I, I'm going yes, to process Google, this. This is news. Yeah. I have no idea what's going on anymore. I'm very confused. Anyway, I'm going to say in my V52's voice. I don't know what that was. But remember, you are all simply amazing. Amazing.